0: All right, you guys heard the North, you heard the East, you heard the South, now it's time for the West. We are jumping in with the NFC West schedule predictions, and Lou, we're going to start it off with Arizona. Guys, I'm just going to give you a little preview before we start. I have every single team in this division winning over 10 games. Yes, Arizona is going to win over 10 games, and I'm going to tell you how right now. Week one, they're going to win at the 49ers. I know that's a very tough game, but let's remember that the 49ers are coming off of a Super Bowl loss. A lot of the teams, aka the Rams two years ago, didn't perform as well coming off the Super Bowl. So I just think that that's something important to keep in mind. But I have them beating the Redskins, the Lions, the Panthers, the Jets, and the Cowboys. So winning their first six in Arizona Cardinals, the new Arizona Cardinals starting off 6-0.
1: Wow, man, that is bold, and I'm almost with you there, Steve. I have them losing that first game to San Fran, but I have them winning four straight after that, Steve. Washington, Detroit, Carolina, uh, the Jets, and then I have them losing at Dallas. I think Dallas will play well at home. I think it's just a Dallas thing. But, Steve, I have them beating Seattle right after that going into the bye. I mean, if you remember last year, Steve, they gave Seattle real problems. I'm pretty sure they they put Seattle like into the wild card.
0: They went into Seattle and gave Seattle a beating last year, but I actually have Seattle beating Arizona both times this season. Wow. See, I
1: have them splitting it, Steve. I have them, after the bye, I have them beating Miami, beating Buffalo, then I have back-to-back losses to uh, Seattle and New England.
0: Yeah, Lou, like I said, after the first six weeks of straight wins, I have them losing to Seattle, winning versus the Dolphins and the Bills, and Lou, I have them losing two straight, too, to the Seahawks and to the Patriots, like I said. That would have been a full-loss stretch, but I have them getting a win versus the Rams in between, but I do have Arizona losing to the Giants in week 14, but I do think things look up for them after that.
1: Yeah, Steve, I'm close with you on that. I have them beating the Rams and the Giants, and I think that Giants game, again, probably not a primetime game, but that's going to be an amazing offensive display. Uh, regardless, two QBs that can move and throw and up and coming, nonetheless, with good pieces around them. I think that's really, really going to be a fun game. Steve, but I have them finishing the season with three straight losses, unfortunately, Philly, San Fran, and at the Rams. But I have them 9-7, and Steven, and, and this is the best division in football, no
0: question. Lou, the Eagles game was definitely close for me, you know, to mock it up as a loss. If it was in Philly, I definitely would have went in that direction. But because it's in Arizona, I had to give it to Arizona. But after that, I have them losing first to 49ers and at the Rams. So losing two straight to end the season. But, you know, this is a really good season for Arizona. And they have a nice and easy early stretch of games that I think they could start them off hot. And I think that this is really a, a good direction for the future. You know, the only thing I could see holding this Arizona team back this year is Kingsbury not being a good enough coach to control it all, Lou.
1: Yeah, Steve, I think that's, that could be the one foil in it. Is, is he ready for that moment?
0: Well, yeah, Lou, I, I have Arizona finishing at 10-6. and six. Moving to the Rams, this team I have getting, you know, just a game above Arizona, having an 11-5 record. I have them winning week one versus the Cowboys, but after that, I have them losing three straight. I have them losing at the Eagles, at the Bills, and versus the Giants. I know I, you guys heard me say the the Rams losing at versus the Giants here in Arizona at the end of the season. I don't think the Giants are necessarily going to be you know a, a great team, but I think that they're really going to start to show some optimism and encouragement and play a lot of good teams well. And Lou, like you said, I think our offense is going to be more on the flashy side this year than it has been on the stagnant side in past years. So that's why I go one and three with the Rams after first four.
1: Yeah, Steve, I'm pretty close to it, man. I have them um, beating Dallas, losing uh, those games uh, on the road, like you said. I, they're gonna be really tough. Um, I have them beating the Giants, though, beating Washington in Washington, which is gonna be a good game. Washington's defense at home is is very consistent. But I have them, Steve, uh, leading up to the bye, Losing to San Fran, beating Chicago at home, and then going into Miami and giving them a beating.
0: Lou, after the Giants game, I have them winning seven straight. So after Week Four, they go Weeks Five to Twelve, all Dubs. That's versus the Redskins, the Niners, the Bears, the Dolphins, the Seahawks, the Bucks, and the Niners again. So those are you know uh, really tough games. I think the Rams last season were just in the middle of. I don't want to say a, a big change. But they did shed a lot of weight um, in the middle of the season trying to reshape that roster to contend for another Super Bowl. So I think the Rams knew that they weren't going to be you know, back-to-back contenders. But I think what they did last year was to get them in a better position this year. So that's why I have them going on that big stretch until week 12.
1: I'm almost with you there, Steve. I think this is a big – last year was a transition year. I'll say that. They loaded up. They had to shed all that weight, like you said. But now, Steve – I have them beating Seattle, uh, Tampa Bay. I, I do have them losing to San Fran and at Arizona. That Arizona game will be an absolute shootout dynamite. Then I have them beating New England, beating the Jets, losing at Seattle, and, and beating Arizona to cap it off. Ten and six, man. I, I think people are really sleeping on the Rams, and I think they really forgot like how good Jared Goff can be, especially with that offense and those pieces. Because you all last year, Steve, it was girly three snaps. Brown, one snap, two snaps. It was just so inconsistent. It's going to be a lot different.
0: No, I definitely think it will. And, Lou, I, I don't have, you know, the, the biggest opinion of Jared Goff, but I definitely think he's more serviceable than a guy like uh, Ryan Tannehill, who we were talking about earlier. And, you know, I, I know that, you know, Cooks isn't there and their weapons uh, might be a little diminished with Gurley not there either. But I still think, you know, Woods, Josh Reynolds, Higby, I think those guys will really get the job done. And let's not forget, Cooper Cup, arguably is a top 10 receiver in the NFL, and everyone just completely seems to disregard him. But Lou, Lou uh, after week 12, I have them losing at the Cardinals in week 13, but I have them winning three of the next four games, and they would win versus the Patriots, win versus the Jets, and then we win week 17 versus the Cardinals But they're going to lose week 16. Um, versus Seattle, but this still has the Rams at 11-5, and five. and Lou, I, I don't know if it's possible for four teams to, to possibly sneak in the playoffs, but with, with seven teams making it, I'm sure the odds are, are better in their favor now.
1: Definitely, and Steve, let's not forget, Jared Goff throws the best out route in the NFL when he wants to, so let's not sleep on that, but, but no. I do think it, it's going to be a good division.
0: Lou, he, he he does, but, you know, McVay does a lot of crossing routes. You know, those guys just try and, and rub the defensive backs off so they can set picks and get open uh, in those ways. And let's see if one of those guys are, are going to be able to, to become a successful running back because Gurley definitely was at times. But, you know, Malcolm Brown had his chances. Donnell Henderson had his chances. Lou, I know you like Cam Akers, but yeah. – I'm I'd really like to. I'd like to see them, you know, try and make a push for another veteran guy that would make you know that, that backfield really more complete and reliable in case an injury happened. Because you know, one of those veteran guys in that backfield gets hurt, and that that's a different looking tandem altogether.
1: Honestly, Steve, I feel the same way about Seattle in a way, so let's jump into them. Steve, I have them going 3-1 and one in the first four weeks, uh, beating Atlanta on the road, beating New England at home. That will be tough. I think Seattle, Steve, are going to continue the trend of being iffy at home. I think they lose to Dallas at home, and then they beat Miami on the road.
0: See, Lou, I think Seattle's going to come in and assert their dominance this year. I think a lot of the times, you know, Seattle – either got off to a hard start or picked it up hot uh, later in the season. I think this is going to be the first time they have a full, complete team, and it's because they're stacking up for depth and they're not just stacking up to fill primary positions. You know, They have three running backs that can carry the load whenever, and Carlos Hyde now newly signed there with Rashad Penny and Chris Carson. You know, Their wide receiver room is stacked. Their tight end room is stacked. You can obviously say that they lost some defensive pieces, but those guys play well in the system and for the role that they have to do. And I think Seattle is, is going to uh, win this division with the 14-2 record. Lou, I have them winning uh, their first nine games.
1: Wow, Steve. Steve, I like them too. Best player on the planet is on Seattle. We all know that. But, Steve, I don't have the first loss come until at Arizona. I have them beating San Fran right after that, Steve. But, but the other teams I see them losing to uh, are at Buffalo, at the Rams, and honestly, Steve, it, it, they have a, a tough, tough record, but it does get easier as the the end of the schedule does dwindle down.
0: Yeah, the stretch from, you know, week seven to about week 12, that, that's, that is a really tough stretch of games. But, you know, I just think that they're going to be hard enough, good enough to handle it. And, and Lou, I have them losing uh, week 10 versus the Rams. But after that, I don't have them losing again until the last game of the season, and that's at the 49ers. So that that means that they're going to handle business, you know, just for almost every single game th- this year. And I think that this is going to be the MVP case for Russell Wilson.
1: I hope so, Steve, because Derek Carr has more votes than him all time, and it's an absolute embarrassment. Steve, I have them losing uh, at Philly. Winning the rest of the season, pretty much till they play San Fran the last week, Steve. Beating the Giants, the Jets, Washington, the Rams. Yeah, Steve. I think they should be the full-on Seattle Seahawks. The offense should be good. The O-line should be better after the draft. It just can that defense be consistent? And I trust Pete Carroll enough that Steve. I think that if San Fran or the Rams or the Cardinals, whoever makes the playoffs with them in that division, they do not want to see Seattle first round. That is that is something I can guarantee.
0: No, I wouldn't want to see Seattle at all. I mean, I think I think they're an absolute powerhouse. But, Lou, let's take this to the team from that division past year that was a powerhouse that went to the Super Bowl in the 49ers. Um, and as you guys already know, I had them starting off the first game of the season with the loss to the Cardinals. But after that, I have them, you know, kind gain, gain some momentum, winning four straight, beating the Jets, Giants, Eagles, and Dolphins. So I know I didn't talk really highly about the 49ers in the offseason, talking about, you know, that Super Bowl hangover. But the, the record here is still going to show for a successful season for this team.
1: Yes, yeah, DC, I'm, I'm usually a big Super Bowl hangover guy. But I think because San Fran is such a running defense heavy team, as opposed to, you know, like how the Rams, like they were a run team, but but they were a high-flying passing team. And same with the Eagles as well uh, when they were in the Super Bowl. So I, I had them winning the first three, Steve, and then I think the first loss comes versus Philly week four. I think they win three straight, Miami, the Rams at New England. But I do think they lose at Seattle, Steve, uh, in a classic. I mean, they should have uh, beaten Seattle the first game of the last, uh, last meeting last year, and I, I'm pretty sure they missed a field goal to lose that game. I think that's how that ended. I don't want to see San Fran drop off Steve, but I do think they won't be as dominant and there won't be the lure behind them as there was last season despite having a good record.
0: Personally to me, Jimmy Garoppolo still has a lot to prove to me. You know, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the league that I can deem good, you know, they they're definitely, you know, playing up to the par of an NFL player. But, you know, just to be marked as as successful, you know, I have Jimmy Garoppolo in a class, you know, with with guys like Goff and, you know, Wentz still probably has to show like just a little more to me. Dak to show a little more. Like I I can't have him in like the same company as a Patrick Mahomes and, and a Russell Wilson. You know, they just don't have the same responsibility and value to their team. Like I say, in my opinion, but I have the 49ers first loss week six versus the Rams. Then after that, I have them beating the Patriots week seven and then losing again week eight to the Seahawks. After that, I think they have the Packers number, so I definitely have them getting that win there in week nine. They get a loss at the Saints week 10 after winning that game there last year. And then after the bye week, I think they lose again at the Rams.
1: Steve, I feel the same way about the Green Bay game. That's going to be a shellacking from hell as usual. Uh, I think they lose to New Orleans too, but I think they uh, go on a nice streak after the bye, Steve, beating the Rams, Buffalo, Washington, and winning at Dallas in a close game. But, Steve, I have them beating Seattle to finish, and then I have them losing to Arizona at Arizona uh, week 16. So 12-4 and four for San Fran for me. And, again, I don't think the defense will be as dominant, but I think the offense will be a little more dynamic, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo will be better – at the things they ask him to do. I don't think he'll be anything special or surprising. But like you said, I think he'll be better at the things they ask him to do. And that's all that matters when you're a minus B-QB.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't couldn't agree anymore. And, Lou, you know, I think the 49ers had a a really good direction as far as, you know, the drafts went. Yeah, they lost DeForest Buckner, but they probably weren't going to have the money to pay him. Um, I know you you as a Colts fan are happy that you guys made that move. And I think the 49ers are too, knowing that you know that they got Kinlaw in return and then drafting Brandon Ayuk, you know, trading up for a receiver. You know, I, I'm still not sold that that necessarily settles the question for, for their receiving room. Yeah, Debo Samuel was really good last year, but, you know, I don't think he was necessarily dominant. I feel like where the offense was schemed, uh, you know, to be open, I think that's how – Debo really thrived. And I just really wanted to see them, you know, make a move, you know, for a guy that we can, you know, l- look at as the guy for Jimmy Garoppolo. But, you know, we- we've heard them, you know, rumor to be in trade talks for Odell. So maybe that's still something that they're pursuing.
1: Yeah, definitely, Steve. I, I think they're going to get a veteran regardless because that Emmanuel Sanders loss was huge. Whether he was only there for a little bit, didn't have great numbers-ish, but Steve, they definitely need another veteran receiver because Kittle's going to have to block a lot of the time. I know the O-line will be better, but they do need another weapon, Steve. That's a guarantee.
0: Absolutely. Week 13, I have them getting a win versus the Bills. I think that's going to be a very tough game. Week 14, I have them getting a win versus the Redskins. I think that's another uh, hard game as well. You know, Shanahan comes from the Redskins years and years ago before the Falcons time for you football gurus out there. But then week 15, I had the 49ers losing at the Cowboys. And then they start, they end the season strong, you know, winning two straight uh, vers- at the Cardinals and versus the Seahawks. Um, And that ends the 49ers at a 10 and six record. And like I said, it, with these records, three of these teams would most likely make the playoffs. I don't know how four of them would work, but there's got to be, you know, four division winners and three wild card teams, I can't imagine that they would all be from the same division.
1: That would be bananas A, and that would be embarrassing for the rest of the NFL. They'd have to think about going to the NBA and trying to do uh, all the conferences together because that would be bad. But Steve, yeah, hands down the best division in football. And I, Steve, I, I would say, honestly, the most sure bet, this is the most sure division to have two playoff teams, wouldn't you say?
0: Oh, yeah, I think, I think it's almost a lock to have three. Wow, bold. You heard it here first. (laughs) But, yeah, guys, that wraps things up, and we just have one more scheduled prediction to go, so the ASC West will be next. Make sure you guys are tuning in and hearing all of our predictions for the season before it gets here because, you know, when these are the records, you guys are going to be crawling back to us at the end of the season saying that we said it first. Boom! Peace.